Good morning. Good morning. I slept the whole night through. I guess he did. I took an aproxin and <laughs> fell asleep. <laughs> uh, hello, everyone. It's the Herald and Modcast, and this is our weekly review, TV review, and uh, we're doing Taboo, FX original series starring Tom Hardy, created by himself, his father, Chips Hardy, and Ridley Scott. Well, that's a pretty cool lineup there. Yes, we're on episode six now There's of only Taboo. two more episodes. I know. I'm sad about that. Yeah, it's, it's really building up it's a slow build but it's getting there now it's it's all that war as they said in the in the episode today. it's a slow build but it hooked me from the beginning and i've been oh, on yeah. board all along yeah slow build does not mean that it's now getting good it means that i was on board the whole time and they're really doing it the way yeah. they're mapping out the storylines for each episode it's like this really kind of cool slow build yep. of like smoldering fire turns into a blazing burning building it's really high level production yeah it's it's it's, it's script. almost higher level i want to say than game of thrones or penny dreadful which a lot of people compare to which it really isn't comparable to outside of the time period i guess which it's 100 years earlier right but. and it just sort of <laughs> looks like it and sort of feels like it yeah this show i'm already uh, way more into yeah i mean part of it's like it rides on the strength of Hardy's incredible chops as an actor and obviously as a producer too because uh, it's well anyways so what happened this episode uh, Whole some bunch. significant things uh, his sister finally got revenge on her scummy husband yeah and we are led to believe that he is now dead this no guy, he's dead he's dead huh I'm pretty sure I don't know I, I feel like he's I don't know I guess he's dead like we see him dead we see him in the autopsy they're making plans to bury him quietly so no one finds out well they pretend that he had the cholera so that she doesn't hang yeah yeah so they're taking precautions and that's hardy helps her out oh yeah he helps he helps but he's uh, he's also dealing with the aftermath still of his theft of the gunpowder which they now have and they've now handed over to the americans some of it in a very ceremonial in like these black uh carriages with big signs of collar coffins they fill up the coffins with the the gunpowder to sort of move it and, and they ha- yeah they have the cholera signs because they don't so no one will you know sort of want to investigate but it's a, it's they have like a sketchy run-in with the the officers who kind of are like what is this and they go in to look and they've got a torch over it mm-hmm. and as you know our chemist guy keeps saying it's, it's so volatile so yeah. don't put that torch near it but then the kid jumps in and He's in the coffin. Yeah, and which saves the day for them. It scares the shit out of the like soldier guys. They're like, get out of here, get yeah. out, get the get this out of here. So they were able to get their first shipment of powder in there, but um, they were ratted out yep. by the farmhand. He ratted them out to the yeah. priest, and then the priest told the India Company. So the priest's crooked, which is not a surprise. No, and <laughs> the farmhand ratted him out. I'm, I was kind of surprised because he he had known Tom Hardy, you know, Delaney way before he had left. Like you know, he was like, I took yeah. care of your kid. I took care of the boy. You know, it, whoever this kid is, we whoever still don't this know. kid is, we don't know. But I was a little surprised that he would now. I think he saw that bird symbol. That bird 
tribal bird symbol is somehow yeah. significant to the reason why he snitched. He freaked out. Yeah, he had a freak out moment. I'm not sure what it was. I guess just the gunpowder. Because they all he had to bring in people to constantly stir, like the guy said. Because by adding chloride, if you you know let it sit, I guess it explodes or something until it's complete. Yeah. We should also say that Delaney's ship explodes in the beginning. They sabotage his ship. That's the guy he cut the finger off the of. The thumb, yeah. The thumb off of. He uh, he ratted them out. Well, no, the he company. didn't rat them out. He, he, just was, he was supposed to be guarding the boat. But they probably got to him and paid him off. Well, yeah, he probably just turned a blind eye. Yeah. Like he, you know, put explosives on his ship. And that's when the guy said, it's like, it's uh, it's all at war, Delaney. So yep. we're, re- we're, we're ready for you. We're going to, you better be ready for us kind of thing. And so that's how the episode starts, essentially. Right. And then. Delaney like fucking guts that guy the thumb guy he guts that I mean it's brutal you know because the guy who the farmhand guy who rats him out he cuts his tongue out yeah and he's dead in the in the booth or the preacher confessional booth and he's in there with his fucking tongue out and the priest is like oh fucking shit what the fuck and Tom Hardy kills the guy with the thumb right by his ship because it exploded. He's like, you're supposed to be guarding the boat. Yep. So you clearly were like paid off. And then his little right hand man guy, the guy from Gangs of New York, right. makes the point of like, he either ratted, he either turd because you cut off his thumb or you cut off his thumb because you knew he would turd. And he's like, one of it's reason and the other is witchcraft. Yeah, they're a little afraid of him. Yeah, they're yeah. afraid of him. That well, guy, he like, hands pukes. him his heart. Tom Hardy cuts the guy's heart out yeah. and he hands it to the guy and he's like, hey, you can keep this. Yeah, and then the guy like pukes. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking crazy, man. It's interesting. And then he finds out about his mother, who apparently was taking him out to drown him in the river. And that, yeah. and that woman in black character is his mother. The that, voodoo type that woman. That he keeps yeah. seeing in his like visions. And he, he realized, and then, uh, you know, the little butler guy tells him that. Delaney's like, basically, like, if you don't stop talking, I'm going to kill you. Well, he puts his mother up on a pedestal. I mean, he's, there was an, I think it was the episode five where he talks to the stepmother about how his father had the mother committed and he hates the father because he loved the mother so much, but he was obviously a baby when the mother was committed. So he just puts her for whatever reasons he put her up on a pedestal. Well, I think he just feels probably that his dad did it wrong and then remarried and yeah. that sort of thing. And so he doesn't, you know, he has disdain for his father. And like you said, he has incensed then, uh, put his mother on this sort of pedestal, but, but really she might've been trying insane. to kill yeah, yeah. insane, trying to kill him. And they were trying to protect the baby, him, you I think know, they call that nowadays, they call that postpartum depression. That's right. There's a name for that these days. These days it's not witchcraft yeah, or fucking voodoo. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And so that's where those visions of the water keep coming back, I guess. Because right. he's, you know, we've seen that a lot throughout the whole show, and we're now finally getting a sort of explanation mm-hmm. as to why those keep happening. Well, yeah. there's a scene, too, where he's bathing in the water, and he's got a chain on, and he's pulled down. Yeah. He, the man, is pulled down by this vision of the mother. Yeah. And someone witnesses it. Oh, the, the boy. boy. The boy. Yeah. And he takes him aside, and he's like, you saw it, like. I have, you know, best thing advice I can give you is to not see anymore mm-hmm. or I'll kill you pretty much. Or something. smart though. He just keeps his mouth shut. Yeah. He doesn't really say shit. And he helps when he needs to and he doesn't say shit. And they're all sort of stirring this gunpowder and like falling asleep and they're having to do it in shifts. Yeah. You know? 
Yeah, that was intense because they uh, if they they put this chemical in it that will make it completely explode, but it's making the process go faster, way faster, like three times as fast or something like that. So yeah, it's, but it also makes it that much more volatile. It's can you know bump in the road right. and cause it to explode. And so what happens is uh, the dude rats them out about the gunpowder. The East India Company goes to move on them. And then the the transvestite guy, who's a part of the council, the East India Council, leaves the the council room and runs and tells Delaney yep. right away. So he has enough time to move this stuff before uh, the East India Company comes to raid. He's not the very place. grateful, though. He's kind of like, "Go get away from here. I will deal with this." He's very, you know, tactical, precise. He doesn't say well, words. He's always he doesn't need to. He's watching his back too, because he's like, yep. "Why would you come to me in the broad daylight to my house when right. you're a member of the East India Company?" Like it makes yeah. sense that he'd be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah, here? yeah, yeah. Like, you yeah. know, how bad this would look if someone saw you. Right. And so he has to go and talk to Chumley, the chemist, and it's like, "We need to move this." He's like, "We cannot move this. It'll it's like deadly." And so they cut to, and they're moving it all by boat in the steady right. little streams underneath the the city taking it underground someplace. Where are they taking it? We don't even know well, we yet. we see at the last scene, he's where it is, but we don't know where that is. Right. You know, and so they get up moving it and then it's not there. And so the East India Company's pissed about that. Right. And they're like, fucking, who the fuck told? Like, how did he find out? Well, I mean, they're, they're basically in a war and it starts out saying, tell Delaney this is a war and then they blow up his ship, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah, so, and so now he needs a new ship too. Yeah. And he's got all drunk and fucked fucked up about that yeah and he may or may not have killed the little girl that's the daughter of the madam yeah the girl's cool man and we're not sure if that's a vision or not because at first well i kind of wanted it to be because she's cool i know i, like, I, I don't like want character. her to, yeah and he said he's like you can't be around me when i'm like this he did say that and then he wakes up in the mud and then he sees the girl, and then the, the episode ends, and she's dead. She's gutted. Like, she's yeah. killed in the way he kills people. Right, right, know? right. So that's what makes you think that, did he do that while he was drunk or in a rage or something? Which is possible. Possible. I mean, one of the things that's so cool about the show is that they're examining things that you don't necessarily, you haven't really seen in that time period. Well, for one, as I've always said, the production design is incredible, and they, they get it down. It's really filthy. Really cool. But the whole chemistry piece and, you know, sort of exploring technologies and things where they're pushing the limits of new things back in that time period. Because one of the things that you always see in those time periods, it's more, it's almost kind of condescending. It's like, let's show this time period. They were so far behind us and mm-hmm. they didn't have this or yeah. they didn't have that. And that's not happening with this show. They're really showing that just like us. We're every day discovering how to make new things and do new things. And that's what's happening. And they're scrappy and they have the limitations of their time. But they're not these like ape rudimentary just because they're a couple hundred years ago. You know what I mean? They, yeah. They're they advanced in the fact that they've got a chemist who's able to make gunpowder. They've got, they're, you know, he's smart and savvy. And it's a really interesting take on a, on a period piece in general. Yeah. Not to mention the fact that the show's done so well. Yeah, the show's doing really well. Uh, there's something else that happened that's worth talking about. Uh, she kills her husband. Oh, no, the... The, uh, the sister and he have a little uh, taboo. 
Yeah, they definitely have sex. Yeah. And then he sees his mother while he's like having sex with his sister. It's And he tries to choke her. Well, he's like fighting the vision and he's and then it cuts to him in present like in reality and he's right. like choking her out. But it's the the black character who's you know investigating this, yeah this the, the african who was a former slave and now he's been coming to the prince regent and finally the prince regent's using him to get at the company yeah and he and he has a sort of meeting with the company and we find out that the ship that was a trade ship changes its name so it can take slaves after the you know the slavery had been abolished right and so they changed the name of the ship so that it could take slaves and sunk it deliberately and and this is probably the ship that delaney was on because we know must be yeah yeah. well but they also said that they locked the doors uh the 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 galleys or whatever so that the slaves couldn't escape as the boat was sinking because they didn't want to have any evidence so it's like they definitely did some dirty shit on that boat and that the african guy wants to sort of expose it he wants to expose it and the prince regent and his right hand man want to get the company wrapped up in a scandal so that they are not at odds with each other yeah they want to bury them sink them from competition and so and we don't know what's going to happen i mean this is a potential thorn in delaney's side you know because if he was in fact on that boat on that ship and he was involved with that mm-hmm. i don't know he might be up for trial to, or, or he could be a witness against them who knows i well, don't know they said the reason why it sank was because it had this like skeleton crew of only right. four or five guys so that no one would you know it wouldn't leak right on what they were doing because it was illegal at that point and that's in turn why the ship sank because it wasn't properly outfitted with uh, enough crew members right so if Delaney was a crew member or something on that ship, you know, yeah, who knows what what his involvement was because he had uh, been in like military school with Jonathan Price's character, so they knew each other. They have a background together. Yeah, we learned that in like the first or second episode, right? So he had some uh, relations with the East India Company and Jonathan Price's character. Yeah, by by virtue of that. Yeah, military school or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, so there's a lot to going on, man. This show's pretty cool. It's very cool, and there's a lot that they've sort of teased at that we don't know. I mean, they do... There's a lot that we don't know that they are unfolding, and the way they do the show is that you almost... You're so locked into it that it's like, okay, it's okay that I don't know all this. I'll, I'll yeah. we'll get to it. We'll, we'll get to it when you reveal it, you know? Yeah, and it'll be, we'll be all the better for it, man. Yeah. It's, it's really cool writing, really it, smart it's writing. It's the best writing. It's one of the best shows I've seen on television. It, yeah, easily. it's definitely like, as what's going on right now, it's probably. I mean, there's so many shows, but uh, I, I've really... Uh, it's a standout. It's a standout. I'm glad I've stuck with it because I was into the very first episode. So it's not like I had to, you know, twist my own arm to continue watching it. But, but it's different than you think it's going to be because the when you when they were promoting it and then you watch it, you're, you're like, oh, this is not Penny Dreadful. Yeah. This is something different. And it's yeah. much more intelligent in a lot of ways. It's a yeah. higher level of filmmaking. And writing. Yeah. Script. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And acting. Yeah. I'm just trying to think if we missed anything. There's cool little plot points. I don't know if we necessarily There's so did. many little plot points. Yeah. But I don't it, know. I think, yeah. It was, I'm really excited for the next episode because... Yeah, we're going to probably find There's out... two more left, you know? We're starting to kind of find out... More. Oh, well, one little thing that happened was that the stepmother went looking for him. Oh, and, yeah. And um, she's clearly 
concerned about him now. Yeah, well, he was missing for two days. In Three the be- days, yeah. In the beginning of the episode. Right. And then he shows up. And he was, I guess, off with the making the gunpowder. Right. Know? So he, he had kind of had to stay gone, you know? Yep. The yeah. whole thing with the sister is definitely disturbing and taboo. And I can't... She The sister's played by the actress who played Rob Stark's ill-fated wife, widow. Wife, yeah. yeah. Wife, yeah. Um, and... Uh, yeah, I mean, luckily, I mean, they are half... They're not blood-related. They're still siblings. No, it's fucking yeah, weird. it's pretty weird, and but it's, it's taboo. Uh, yeah. But I don't know if that's the taboo or what's the taboo, but it's part of the taboo. It's but definitely part of it. I, her, her whole thing with the husband I was kind of not that interested in I mean now with what she's done I don't know what that makes of her she seems kind of wild herself yeah a little feral. sort of wild fair yeah feral is a good word uh, so I don't know what's going to happen there with her. We, you know, w- we also don't know what's going to happen with the Americans Are you know, are they going to aid him? Are they going to hinder him? I mean, he's got a lot of potential enemies out there. A lot of people want to see him. Yeah. Yeah. Taken down. And he's got people working for him that are fearful of him. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Well, he makes a point. He's like, find me a ship and someone who won't betray me or something like that. He's like, I need people that won't betray me, you know. But they're loyal to him, not out of like love, but out of fear. Yeah, well, I mean, that's it's kind of his card. Yeah. Uh, Then the end scene is him like with a flint rock sitting amongst all the gunpowder, just striking this flint. Yeah. Repeatedly, repeatedly. It's just really interesting symbolism of how the whole thing is a fucking literal powder cake. Yeah. You know, and he's got the match. So it's, it's a cool way to end the episode. It was. Very really symbolic. good episode. Uh, very symbolic. Very, very, very. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll take out the next episode. Hi, Max. Hi, Max on Taboo, episode six. Uh, and uh, yeah, stay with us. We'll keep recapping it, and uh, you can watch it on FX. Uh, on you can watch it online on FX dot com as well, uh, and go to our website as always, the HMC Network dot com. We've got a recap of the Walking Dead mid season premiere up, and John Wick chapter two review, Lego Batman review, Hacksaw Ridge review, Hacksaw Ridge review, or, interview with Mel Gibson, and interview. Yep, and also. Uh, who, by the way, dropped some news last night at the screening of Hacksaw Ridge that he is in talks with DC. As he put it, he's in a first date in talks with DC to potentially direct Suicide Squad 2. Part 2. That was a very big shocker. I mean, the guy knows how to do action, and but I feel like they'd have to make it rated R for Mel to do it justice. I mean, look at the way he does. He doesn't do PG movies. Yeah, no, I man. feel like he'd insist on that. I don't know if they're going to do that. They made maybe so much money. I mean, maybe they will because just, you know, now Logan is rated R. And Dead is it? Was ra- yeah, yeah. Fuck right. yeah, it is. So maybe they'll fucking grow a pair and just do a rated R version of that movie. I got to say, a lot of mixed reviews on whether or not people like the idea of Mel Gibson. Uh, we posted uh, some stuff from the event last night and we got a lot of retweets about Mel potentially taking over Suicide 2. And a lot of them were, no, no, he's a racist. And a lot of them were like, yeah, that's a great idea. And I mean, yeah, flawed man, definitely flawed man. He kind of looked like an old crazy person. Yeah, he did. And he kind of talks like a old crazy person, but the man knows cinema. He's a great director. 
And the thing about it is it's like, do you not want him to do it for personal reasons or for, you know, movie taste reasons? Yeah. Like, or is it like you just think he's a racist, so he shouldn't do it? Or do you think he's a bad director, so he shouldn't do it? Yeah. You can't say that the latter is true. Like, if you just have a personal thing about that, okay, but it doesn't mean he wouldn't be a good candidate for the fucking job. Those two you know? lines get so blurred these days, though. Yeah, I know. And it's like, how long do we... Uh, hold that over his head do we just say you can never work again or just and there's always going to be people you know that are like no hard no no matter what yeah even if he makes good work no i will never support this man but you know and i guess that's your right but that doesn't mean he wouldn't be a good director of suicide squad too even though i didn't like the first one at all yeah you hated it it's awful. Like, let's not get into that. <laughs> I got things to do today. I can't, I can't be yeah, you can actually go listen to the review on our website if you really want to hear his opinion. Uh, all right, folks. That's it for us. Uh, the Herald Modcast on the HMC. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, see you, jerks. See you, jerks. <laughs> <laughs>